Welcome to a special episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. I am Nick Jimenez, the magazine's senior editor, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief and publisher, Eric Calvino. Hello. As well as our photo producer, Ivan Ocampo. Hello, guys. This is a special episode because we are really only here to talk about one thing and one thing that is very fresh in our minds and the minds of much of the cigar world, and that's our release of our list of the top 25 cigars of 2017. Where's your horn, dude? come on, buddy. Give it the horn. Give it the horn. Here we go. There it is. So we'll, we're going to talk about the uh, that list of the top 25. If you haven't seen our ranking yet, you can check out our list at cigarsnobmag.com slash top 25. That's top, the numeral two, the numeral five, and that's where our list is. At 25, we've got Cornelius and Anthony's Cornelius. At 24, La Aurora Preferidos Broadleaf. 23, La Galera 1936 Box Pressed. 22, Undercrown, Sungrown. 21, Sobremesa. 20, Winston Churchill, The Late Hour. 19, Doña Nieves, Sentimiento. 18, La Flor Dominicana, Double Ligero. 17, Murcielago. And 16, CAO's Amazon Anaconda. So this is our first grouping of 10, and if you go to, the, to our Top 25 landing page, you will find that we've broken up the list that way, right? So it's this group of 10, the next group of 10, and then our top five. In this particular group, this is where the, the list is um, most populated more by diverse, Dominican. Right? Yeah, by Dominican-made yeah. cigars. There's also, you know, a, a really good uh, variety of the size of manufacturer and uh, the backgrounds of the people who are behind some of these cigars. By the way, for, for people who are not as familiar with this top 25 process, uh, we didn't mention the Vitolas, but we, we are ranking these Vitola-specific, right? So we, we rated them over the course of the year in a particular format. And so uh, you can go to the website to see which format specifically we're referring to in case you want to kind of like smoke along with this list over the course of however long it would take you to smoke 25 cigars. Three days. Three days. There you go. So do you guys have any uh, any cigars that jump out for you on this first grouping of 10? So this is the 25 to 16. I was very surprised with how well-received the CAO Amazon Anaconda was uh, in the ratings, right? It's a cigar that when you look at it, you don't think it's going to have a, a broad appeal because it looks imposing. It's uh, It's got this dark, oily wrapper, and, and it looks like it's going to kick your butt, and it turns out to be just, you know, uh, smooth, and it's got this unique flavor profile. Uh, so that cigar surprised me, which is interesting, right? Because that cigar, you're, we smoke these things blind, but that cigar happens to have this, like, snake-like tobacco pigtail uh that was it was very hard to hide what it was but uh at any rate that cigar surprised me i thought that was really good and then one quick shout out even though i know we're only supposed to talk about one la flor dominicana double ligero you know our list is always skewed towards newer product so whenever an old tried and true product uh sneaks up in there uh, i i always have to tip my hat to that so uh, anyway that's uh that's those are my uh my surprises in that section of the list how about you, Ivan? It's hard to uh, look at this list and not love all of these cigars. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, you can go up and down, and, and they're they're all amazing. The one that stands out to me, I guess, would be the, let's say, Murcielago. I've always been a fan of that cigar. I knew it was rebranded, uh, not rebranded, but repackaged recently. Yeah, recently, yes. Uh, like but that was, months, yeah, yeah, I think that was originally one of the EO products. Now it's made at it La was, Zona. It was. It so was. I've always been a fan of that originally cigar. Originally made at Pepin and then, and then now made at La Zona. That, I guess that one sticks out to me. 
It's I've always liked it. It's an excellent smoke, and it always has been, man. Uh, I I love it too. Obviously, we all loved it for it to get to to this point. So, how about you, Nicholas? You know, the one that jumps out to me is Doña Nieves' uh, Sentimiento, in in part because we see uh, Felipón, as we affectionately <laughs> Felix Mesa. Uh, refer to Felix Mesa. Um, he's one of our, actually, neighborhood tobacconists. But uh, this is a cigar that I think, even though I like a lot of his whole you know portfolio, his lineup, this is one that is a little different. Uh, even from the rest of the Doña Nieves line, right? Yeah, and I know yeah, that we definitely is. we dealt with a little bit of. Um, I, I know you had a little bit of social media. Yeah, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, some back and forth with somebody who was like, "Oh, you know, I'm not a fan of that particular." But he had never had this in particular, and it is a different animal. Well, yeah, what what he said was, uh, he said he liked the Doña Nieves. He just didn't think it was top twenty five worthy, which I agree with him. The regular Doña Nieves is not that product, right? But the Doña Nieves Sentimiento, which is the one we, we rated and uh, rated highly and, and made it to this list, is a different product, different wrapper, different blend, everything. Yeah, I challenge you to say that that cigar is not top 25 worthy. That shit's excellent. That's a, it's a solid, solid cigar. Moving on to our next grouping of 10. We'll run through that section of the list now. At number 15, San Isidro by HVC. 14, Sindicato, Miami Edition. 13, Monty by Monte Cristo, A.J. Fernandez. 12, Camacho, Nicaragua Barrel Aged. 11, Hamlet, 25th Year. 10, My Father, The Judge. 9, Villager Sandoro, Colorado. 8, Padron, 1926 Serie. 7, Herrera Telly. And at number 6, the Oliva Serie V Melanio, or Serie, or Serie V, as you hear a lot of people say. I'm never sure whether it goes Serie V or Serie V. Serie V. So, how about in this grouping of 10? So, again, right, the little out-of-left-field brands that that uh, that catch people by surprise. I think that's one of the things that makes our list different is that is how much, I think how broad we choose from, I, I think is probably the the best way to say it. So, there's brands in here like the Doña Nieves Sentimiento that don't have a huge distribution. The one I'm going to pick out of this group is the San Isidro by HVC, which is another one kind of like that, that doesn't have a huge distribution, but whatever store is in, it sells like crazy because it's an excellent cigar. So the, the San Isidro by HVC Geniales is, is my, uh, my choice in this group. That's the, the one that kind of jumps out at me. Uh, not only that, but it's back-to-back Casa Fernandez made products, right? Uh, Sindicato. Yeah, Sindicato. Yeah. Uh, back-to-back. So that, that was interesting. Yeah, love, love both of those cigars. Yeah, San Isidro, it was one of those... From the from I think we rated it early, yeah, in January. We rated that in January, and it just kept kept getting better and better. So that's my choice out of this group. What you got? My curveball, I think, would be the My Father, the Judge, just because of the size. I find the size so interesting on this. Yeah, because normally we don't like those thick sizes. Yeah, it's a Isn't it's a bigger ring gauge. This is a 60. five by sixty, I believe, but it's yeah. box pressed, so it's a little bit different than your normal. I guess from the average cigar that's on on the top twenty five list. Very much. So I the think only the, sixty ring gauge, right? Yeah. What I like about it is I think oh, the, no, take the, it the bigger ring gauge uh, with this profile softens a lot of the stronger like tobacco that's in there, so it makes it a really enjoyable smoke. Um, again, every every cigar in this section is amazing, but but this one stood out to me. For for me, the one that stands out, maybe not even so much as a curveball, because I think uh, you know the, when we first tried it, we knew it was going to be in this conversation. But 
is the uh, Monte by Monte Cristo, AJ Fernandez. And, and the reason that it stands out to me as something to, to talk about is that it really is, you know, AJ Fernandez is sort of like the cigar story of the year, right? He's, he's no doubt. everywhere. No doubt this is the, the year of AJ, just in the sense that, you know, he's become such a prolific cigar maker, uh, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, and, and recently with the releases of all of his collaborations, General with Altadis, and and some of the great cigars that, that he's making under his, in his own portfolio. So uh, this one jumps out to me just because, um, because of, of that overarching story and also because it was one of my personal uh, favorite cigars of the year. You know, it, it was it's just a rock solid cigar. It's a man. rock solid cigar, and it it really is very much in my wheelhouse, right? It's um, it, it's sort of like quintessentially Nicaraguan, but it's got that like kind of softer chocolate side without the hit you in the face pepper thing. No uh, doubt, I love that cigar. Absolutely love it. So moving on to our top five, we want to do another drum roll here. We got a number five. Speak of the devil. A.J. Fernandez Enclave Broadleaf, number four, the Tatuaje TAA 2016, number three, Fuente Fuente Opus X Angel Share, number two, Casa Fernandez Miami Aniversario Serie 2015 or 2015, <laughs> and at number one, the Cigar Snob Mag Cigar of the Year. Is the Placencia Alma Fuerte. Give it the. Oh, oh. <laughs> Woo! Man, what a what a year for, for that cigar, man. Yeah, absolutely. So um That's another like it was a wire to wire, right? Yeah. January of, of 2017, we rated it a 93, and then it just rocked. Yeah. The whole year. It's like it was one of those cigars you just kept coming back to. So let's start at number five. Just Oh, sorry about no, that. No, no, no. Just sorry, you know, I, jumped, I jumped the gun, we man. Wanna, we want to build to that. So we'll talk a little bit about each of these top five cigars. Uh, AJ Fernandez Enclave Broadleaf. We were just talking about AJ Fernandez and this yeah. being the year of AJ. Here he is again uh, with something from his own portfolio. So this is not one of these uh, collab projects. And, and Enclave is one of his, you know, really hot lines. But for, I, I think for us and our panel, the, the Broadleaf was really the one that, that stood out. Absolutely. And, and if you're listening, if you listen to this podcast, I think last episode, that was our featured cigar. So I did have someone when we announced uh, the number five, I did have uh, Frank Santos from AJ Fernandez uh, tell me that he, like the way we were talking about it, uh, he said he thought that it was going to be high up on the list. And he was right. He, he said, I had a feeling because you guys were just so effusive about it. So he may not have used the word effusive, but <laughs> but uh, but anyway. So, yeah, that cigar, uh, excellent, excellent smoke. It's, again, full bodied. So you have to be someone that likes that, that full body, that strong pepper, but then balanced by that sweet broadleaf wrapper. So what does AJ make that isn't like that, though? No, you're right. You're right. That is very much the AJ way. Yeah, but this is the epitome of his signature style. I love, I love it's that great. smoke. I could smoke yeah. that. I could smoke that every day. Yeah, that's what every one of these should be, right? And and I catch myself saying that all the time. Like, man, I could smoke that cigar every day. But that's kind of what that top twenty-five has to feel like, at least for us, right? Right, right. So uh, number four, Tatuaje TAA twenty sixteen. Another just monster smoke, man. I love that thing. And also a little background, right? For people who don't know the TAA yep. situation, 
right? So the, the Tobacco, Tobacconist Association of America has this event every year and different manufacturers create a specific, a specific blend or, or a specific, sometimes just a specific size. And it's specifically meant for TAA stores, TAA member stores. And, it, and it's worth noting that the, it's, the availability of the cigar is limited by the fact that TAA has a cap on how many members it can have, right? So Correct. I forget what the number I think is. it's like but 180 or something like that. Something like that, somewhere in that neighborhood. So at any given But they're the time, 180 best cigar exactly, stores in the country. Right. So if you're looking for this cigar, you want to find out what your nearest TAA member tobacconist is and see whether they've got any of these... Um, we got we have one down the street, uh, Neptune Cigars. So they're uh, I, I mean I happen to know that because they're that we shop there a lot. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that that cigar, absolutely love it. Pete Johnson back to back top fives, right? He was number one in last year's list uh, with the L'Atelier uh, La Mission, and and number four this year. So solid back to back performance by Pete uh, Pete Johnson and his crew. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And um, then at number three, another cigar that has uh, has made appearances pretty high up on our list. Yeah. Uh, about as high up as you can get on our list. At number one, that was what, 2014? Yep. Uh, the Fuente Fuente Opus X Angel Share. Ivan, what are your, what it's are your okay. thoughts? It's okay. It's an all right <laughs> cigar. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, a very unique cigar. Like, uh, I think it's... From a flavor standpoint, it, it's a very different cigar to the ones that are rest, on the rest of the list. I mean, everything is, the list is based mainly with like a very Nicaraguan uh, overtone. And then you get to the well, Fuentes that, Yeah, stuff. this year happens to be a yeah, very Nicaraguan yeah. list. Well, and it's, and it's worth noting, it's the only Dominican-made cigar uh, in our top five. Let me look over this list real quick, but I'm pretty sure it is the only Dominican Puro on the entire list. Oh, yeah. So nothing else in our top 25 is made exclusively with Dominican tobaccos. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I don't know where that tobacco is kept over at uh, Casa Fuente, but this is an amazing smoke. Uh, Not Casa it's, Fuente. Or, Casa Fuente is a store. Chateau de la Fuente. Chateau de la Fuente. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. When, it, when I have some money laying around, I always reach for the, <laughs> that. Reach for this well, I, yeah, I don't look at it like that like whenever I've got some money laying around. But if I walk into a store and I see that they have it, I am not leaving without a five of that. I'm just not doing it, right? Because you don't find them every day. You don't find them in every store. So when I know that I know they're pricey, but it's gonna be one of the best cigars you've smoked. Uh, there's no no way around it. So I always get a five of that. There's no there's no getting me out of that store without five of those suckers. Absolutely. So, uh, and for for people who haven't smoked them. Uh, you know, one of the things that we put uh, in our in our little write up on on the list is it's basically you, you could describe it as Opus X toned down. You know, yeah, uh, there are people much. there are people who you know even if they recognize Opus X as an elite cigar perennially, are personally turned off by just how much of a powerhouse that cigar is. Yeah, but if you are if you are one of those people who doesn't tend to go for those powerhouse cigars, don't be turned off by Opus X Angel Share. It is a lighter take. On, on the Opus X. But program. very, very complex. Yes. I mean, it, it surprises you when you look at the lighter color wrapper. It's almost like a golden golden brown yeah, wrapper. Yeah, yeah. It gives you so much complexity as you smoke that, that it's, yeah, you get blown away. For sure. Uh, so then our top two cigars have uh, something pretty important in common, and this is sort of, uh, you know, a, a thing that we call out on the website as well. 
and that is that they both come from families who are perhaps better known as major growers of premium cigar tobacco. They've been in the cigar-making game for a long time, and they've even made cigars for third parties that perform very, very well. But this time, they come at the top two spots, each of them, along with the Opus X Angel Share, garnering 94 ratings on this list. So at number two, we've got Casa Fernandez Miami Aniversario Serie 2015. Um... This is the is is this the only Lancero on the list, or are there other? Yeah, no, it is. It's the only one for sure. Yeah. So uh, Casa Fernandez, for for those who don't know, uh, is the very well renowned uh, grower of Aganorsa tobacco. So Eric, tell us a little bit about. I know that you 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 talk a lot about the that Aganorsa signature. How would you describe that to somebody who hasn't been around it or or noticed it before? So for me, the uh, Aganorsa tobacco has this. So I call it like sweet cedar with cocoa in it it's just it's a i know that that's starting to sound a little bit highfalutin but imagine like the smell of cedar and then like put some cinnamon sweetness on it and then smell that together and then add some cocoa powder on top of that yep. and then smell all of that together and then burn it and it is it is magical i i love agonorsa tobacco i love that cigar that uh that aniversario 2015 now don't be put off by the fact that it says Serie 2015, they still continue to make that cigar. So it is a limited production, but it isn't, uh, limited. It isn't a limited edition. Right. So they, they, they can't make a lot of it, but they continue to make it over and over. So uh, that cigar, if you, if you can, again, if you can find it, uh, seek it. It is just spectacular. Uh, you can probably get it just because of such, such a Lancero nut that he is. But at uh, George's store in Houston, uh, Stogie's. Yes, Stogie's World Class Cigars in Houston. Probably you can get it there because he's, I mean, I'm not verifying this. So if someone out there knows, yeah, shoot us some feedback and we'll we'll update. But you could probably get it there because... He's the king of Lancer. He is, man. And and I'm sure he has smoked this and it has to be at the top. Yeah, he he does some list. business online as well, right? So yeah, he does. Yeah. If if you're into Lanceros, you should check out their website because he he even has a lot of lines that are very popular, but only make their Lancero exclusively yep. for his store. So if, if you're a Lancero person, you should I'm definitely check see while what he's, you talk, Nick. Definitely check what he's uh, selling on there. Uh, Ivan, any thoughts on on this number two? It's a very sweet, as as Eric described the Aganorsa tobacco. It's a very sweet, I guess, delicious, creamy. Uh, tasting tobacco, and they're they're able to get that that same profile out of this this Lancero size. Where I don't know if some 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 people have had the experience of uh, smoking a Lancero, where you might get a little harsh or hot burning smoke as they smoke it. You don't get this at all here. This is a very smooth, sweet tasting cigar. So yeah, it's amazing, and it looks great too. The white labeling on it is. Is beautiful. So, so I just double checked, and uh, Stogies does not seem to have that. But I believe that I bought those that we uh, that we smoked. I believe I. Oh, okay. I think you cannot sell Casa Fernandez Aniversario online. Got it. Okay. So I know they have it at Corona though. Corona in Orlando for sure has it. Yeah. But yeah. Ask. Find out with your with your neighborhood tobacconist and call around. This is something worth going out and actively looking for. Yeah, especially if you're a Lancero guy. Yeah. It is the it is one of the best Lanceros you'll have. So, absolutely. And then at number one, like we said, another family that is very well known as a grower. I mean, if you are in 
almost any retail tobacconist in the U.S., what would you say the percentage is on the number of cigars that have something from the Plasencias in them? Good Lord. Well, that's a, a difficult question to answer, but it is going to be a ridiculously high percentage because they're the largest grower in Central America. Right. So they, they sell tobacco. So on the, on the tobacco brokering side, right, uh, they sell to, I mean, almost everyone. And then on their production side, their cigar making side, right, for years they've, they've made uh, many Rocky Patel lines, make lines for a lot of different companies, even for Altidus. So they, they've been making cigars for a lot of different companies, and a lot of them very highly rated. I remember before the, before the Monty by AJ, the highest rated Altidus product we ever had on our list was the Espada, which was made at Placencia. Right. So, so these guys are, are no, uh, no rookies here, the, uh, even though you may not know their name. Uh, you know, a, a, I think a, a regular cigar smoker, a guy who's not ultra geeky about it, probably doesn't know the Placencia name, right? Because they, they really, they haven't, they've had the Organica line for years, but it wasn't something that they marketed heavily or you wouldn't have heard of it that much unless you happen to, you know, walk into a store or order from a catalog where they had it. So it wasn't a it wasn't a very popular product like you wouldn't know it. But this year they made this effort to go come out with a bang and produce this Placencia Mafuerte and they hit it out of the park. park, Holy shit! I mean, even in terms of the packaging, the 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 bands and all that. I mean, the box with the ashtray on it that was that was brilliant. You can tell that they they're making a very deliberate effort to be a part of this conversation. and as we point out on the website, there's no reason to think that they're going to be leaving it anytime soon. Get because, out of here. No, no way. You know, there, there are people who maybe can pull this off and, and then don't have the resources to keep it up. But these guys are going nowhere. No, and not only that, but there, there's also the generational thing, right? There's, there's companies who don't have that next generation in line to take over the company. I mean, in this case, you have Nestor Sr., and, but you've got Nestor Andres, uh, who's been in the business now for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. So he's been being groomed, and he's got brothers. So these guys aren't going anywhere. He's got young brothers. So, what do you think of the cigar, Ivan? It's an awesome cigar. The first time I smoked it, um, I knew it was a quality product right from the initial light. Um, we, I think we give a big weighting to new releases. No, we do uh, on the yeah. list. I mean, it's a it's a huge part of it. I think that even if this wasn't a consideration on the cigar, it would still be one of the top cigars on no the doubt list about just it. because of the quality of the product. It's, a, it's an awesome cigar. No doubt. Yeah, they, they, uh, they pulled their, their most aged tobacco for this. And if anyone can do that, it's these guys, right? They have so much of it. And they've been stockpiling it for years, waiting for this moment to release this kind of product. And uh, as we said before, just hit it out of the park. And congratulations to those guys, man. Yep, they absolutely. really deserve it. Um, speaking of which, the, uh, just as long as we're on the topic of Placencia, we have a, uh, a story online about sort of a travel guide to visiting factories in Esteli. And I had never been until we were down there to work on that story. Uh, and it is just one of the prettiest, it's, it's pretty man. one of the prettiest factories in town. It's like a church. Town. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. They, they've got this like beautiful courtyard and in, in the middle of the thing yeah, with, with the this fountain, fountain and... You feel like you're, like you're in somebody's really nice home or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know what's what's interesting about that is that it's a small factory, by the way. It's not yeah. massive by any account, uh, but 
10 years ago when we went, the first time we did a, a travel story on Nicaragua, it was the same exact takeaway that we had. We left going, my God, I know we went to a lot of really nice factories, but that small Placencia factory is gorgeous. And, and one thing that I, that I noticed 10 years ago was how clean everything was, right? Sometimes cigar factories, because of the product, they tend to get a little bit dirty, right? You're, you're, you've got pieces of leaves all over the place. You've got uh, stems that, that, are, that are landing all over the place. And so it's, it's hard to keep them clean. And one of the things about this factory is you cannot be there for five minutes and not see the cleaning lady. It's, there's a lady that is just, she's just going around like nonstop mopping yeah. and, and brooming. So, uh, so it's just a beautiful, clean, pristine little factory. Uh, yeah, I, if anyone is going to do one of those uh, self-guided tours of Nicaragua, don't miss that one. It's a beautiful little church of a factory. Absolutely. Um, Eric, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the feedback that you've gotten since our announcement of this is the number one. Well, I, got, I had stores uh, calling me immediately, texting me, uh, you know, about what a what a good choice that was as the number one. And then, you know, the beautiful thing was, uh, you know, old man Placencia, Nestor Sr., uh, was out in a field in, in Nicaragua. And, and he called me. He was just so overjoyed. Uh, you know, when we're, when we're putting together the list and we're working on this and it's hours and hours and hours and smoking and smoking and smoking with you, you know, you, you don't think about all those outside factors, right? But then after it's done and you're finished and you announce it, then you go, oh, my God, we, like, made this guy's year. That's not at all what you're thinking about. But when he calls you with such emotion in his voice, uh, you know, it was, it was a special moment. Uh, and then Nestor Andres called and Gustavo called. So uh, all three of the Placencias, uh, of the, the older Placencias, called and then Carlos Padron and Hank over here in uh, at their US operations. So yeah, they 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 were all just beside themselves uh how happy they were with it. And, so. and it and it speaks a little bit to that aspect of it where they're they're not new to this, but there are aspects of this conversation that they're new to because they had never made a push to be a part of it. So it, it's funny getting that kind of excitement from people who the rest of the industry are like, I would love to have accomplished a quarter, a, quarter, a, yeah. a tenth of what these people oh have. Uh, but but they're they're definitely taking this very sort of like excited, you know, energetic entrepreneurial approach uh, to this thing, and and it was it was cool to to get that kind of feedback from them. Yeah, I mean, everyone obviously, whenever they get the number one, is is obviously going to be excited and happy. But but it, th these guys were at another level in terms of, you know, how emotional they were about it because it was, it was like years and years and years of making cigars for everyone else and growing tobacco and selling it to everyone else. And then that tobacco going on to be a number one or something. Uh, now, you know, they made something from, you know, seed to smoke that got the recognition. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it was special. And every, everybody was very appreciative on the list, even our microbe uh, manufacturers oh, yeah. that made the list yeah. all very excited. Yeah. Cigar industry is a very competitive, competitive industry, and everybody's just trying to put out the best thing possible. And I think everybody was very, very happy to be on the list. Yeah, man, that was that was cool. All right, so congratulations again to the people at Blasencia on the Almafuerte being named the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Snub. 
Again, you can check out our list at cigarsnobmag.com slash top25. That's slash T-O-P-2-5. Um, yeah, so I, I would want people to get out there and, and try these smokes and, and give us some feedback. I'd love to hear. That's right. What do you think of it? Yeah, what do you think of the list? You can email us at feedback at cigarsnobmag.com, or you can go to that site uh, and leave comments under the list um, on you know whichever one is the appropriate list. So, again, thank you very much for joining us. Subscribe to the podcast, rate, review us, and send us any feedback you might have. Until next time, we are the Cigar Snob people. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>